Welcome back to Conversations with Coco and Friends. I'm your host, Coco, aka Katrina Smart. Every episode, I'll be having real conversations with the people who inspire me. We go deep and we go there. And I've got my girls with me. This podcast is co-hosted by two of my friends who I happen to also work with. Cleo is a kick-ass producer and a problem solver. And Pilar is an insane director and social media manager. We hope you enjoy these conversations as much as we enjoy having them. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Conversations with Coco and Friends. Gang's all here. We back, we back. And today we're doing another trio episode, as we like to call them. No guest episode. We're the guests. You're welcome. Your favorite guests. <laughs> you welcome. guys seem to like those trio episodes. They seem to be very popular. Kind of gives us a little hype. You I know? like it. I like it. Today we're going to be talking about what you would tell your younger self. That famed, I think the first time I heard about what you would tell your younger self is on an Oprah episode after school. 4 p.m. New Market. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> yeah. She was talking about a book that she was part of. I can't remember what the book was. It know. was read. And it was asking all these kind of like famous or powerful women what they would tell their younger self. And then in my later life, when I started to go to therapy, anybody who goes to therapy knows you're always talking to the little version of yourself, your inner child, your inner child, the one that was traumatized or hurt. The one that if you think about, you'll probably ball your eyes out. The one that you want to hug and tell them that it is OK. So let's go, guys. What would you tell your younger self? And maybe we should break it out into like questions or yeah. what has been the greatest lesson that you've learned growing up? Oh, I've got this one off the dome. When I was a kid, so I'm my mom's white, my dad's black, very come from very different families. And I had a really hard time with a lot of my mom's white family. Um, and I couldn't understand why they didn't treat me like they treated everyone else, why they were so awful to me sometimes. And the hard part about that when you're a kid is that the shitty part is tied up also in kindness, too. Like, it's not easy to just separate. And so there was a few things that had happened throughout my life and things that they would say about me or call me. We can all imagine what they were. And I think I was maybe 11 or 12. And I was devastated by something that had happened with one of my one of my family members. And I was talking to my dad about it. And he's he told me, he's like, Cleo, you don't have to like anyone who doesn't like you. And you don't have to love anyone who doesn't love you. And 
I took that and I ran with it because he gave me permission to really set a boundary with people who were so unkind to me and so fucking hurtful to a little kid without feeling any guilt. And he used examples of people who weren't my my blood relatives who were a million times better. And he's like, you don't have to, you're not obliged or obligated to keep these people around if they're not serving you. And I have lived and died by that. I really feel like it is because everyone's always programmed to be so polite all the time. Mm -hmm. And even like coming from a mixed family or if you are the black father and you're coming across in a way that's aggressive, I'm Mm -hmm. using air quotes, then you are treated differently automatically. I'm like, I feel like I have fresh advice in my head that Mm -hmm. I want to share for this. And it is something I would say to someone who's in high school or elementary school of this idea that you are such a unique blend of qualities that you can compare yourself to everyone. There's always going to be someone prettier. There's always going to be someone smarter, someone funnier than you. But babe, they're not you. And that's been something that I've wrapped my head around too. You know what I mean? Like you're you're naturally comparing yourself with this age of social media mm-hmm. and growing up on Instagram. You're like, oh, she has this. And when you know that story behind it, we all know Comparison is the thief of joy. Comparison Preach. is the thief of joy. Amen. And we're so quick to compare from such a young age. So focus on you, boo, because- you can only change your own circumstances. That's amen. Amen. Um, I know I feel like I have so many. Tell them all. No. I also have a blog post where I wrote 21 of them after my divorce. So We're linking it in this blog post yeah. because y'all need to read it. Very interesting the different things you go through in life and what you take from them. Um, there's two maybe that I would say is just coming hot off that is that learn the lessons. So you're going to be faced with a lot of adversity in your life and you can get bitter or you can get better. <laughs> this is going to be the quote, <laughs> the quote podcast. Um, and so I think one thing I had to learn quickly was to learn the lesson rather than to, to just live in the pain. Right. Um, though, like there's going to be moments where you're fully allowed to live in the pain. So don't push it down and don't, don't hide it and pretend it isn't happening. Um, the other thing is learn to listen so it's a, it's great. Every everybody loves to hear their own voice. We have a podcast for God's sakes. Um, I don't <laughs> I don't love to hear my own, my own voice. Um, I actually don't really listen back to this podcast often. That's why I have my lovely friends who work with me on this to tell me if I'm saying anything crazy. Um, because I don't know, I start to overanalyze. But uh, my parents are good listeners, and it, it taught me this kind of compassion um, that that it's. It's great to take a moment and take a beat and listen to what other people have to say before you want to inject yourself into mm. it. So it, there's nothing, I don't know, that you learn so much by listening to other people. And that's why when I saw that 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 thing that they were doing in Amsterdam, I think it was Amsterdam, I posted it from the good news. Um, at a library, you can take out a person instead of a book. And I see, love yeah. that. So cool. So you get 30 minutes with the person. They tell you their life story. And Bring so, it to Toronto. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we should totally do it. Oh, my God. I would do yeah. that on Zoom. I'd be on Zoom yeah. for some shit like yeah. that. That sounds sick. And and it kind of like from what I understand, it comes without the pretense because I'm an introvert. So I'm not really you'll I don't really ask a lot of questions. I, people like to tell me things. I don't ask a lot of questions. But what I love about this, it seems that if you take out a person, the idea is it's supposed to help with um, like diversity and inclusivity, mm-hmm. inclusivity. So you could take out a refugee from somewhere you could take out, you know, and 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 by sitting with them, they tell you their life story. So then you have empathy 
for them. Mm-hmm. Once you hear someone's story, mm-hmm. it's harder to judge people in a grouping of people when you start to actually know the insides and outsides of what's going on, ins and outs of what's going on in their life. So learning the skill of listening is um, a brilliant thing and, and a great lesson that I learned. And I think it's not a quick thing. So a lot of people, because they want to succeed and move through life very quickly. And when you see on social media, you feel like everybody, like the 20 under the 20, now there's going to be a 16 under 16. Like, you know, everybody Actually, wants to be mm-hmm. successful super fast. But learning to listen gives you the breadth and knowledge that will pay dividends over and over as you get older. Truly. And on that same wave, what do you say to the person who's seeking overnight success? Who's so hungry to Nothing's just- overnight. Literally nothing. Like even even like I don't know, Third Eye Blind or any of these bands. <laughs> they're yeah. like they're like, you know, they're like the hot new album of the year, new artist of the year. They've been together for ten years. Yes, you absolutely. just didn't know it. Like you you didn't know all this blood, sweat, and tears. Yes, there are some super young people that have garnered really, really fast fame. Um, and good for them, no doubt. But let's also look to any celebrity that was a young star mm-hmm. and the burnout of that fame. Oh God. Is Britney, wild. Just, Justin yeah. Bieber, all yes. of them. There's yeah. so oh my God, there's so many. Yeah. Lindsay Lowen. Ooh. And just know you have that really early quick success. You're gonna have to reinvent yourself a couple times too. <laughs> Prepare for that, honey, because what's relevant today is not relevant tomorrow. Yes. That's a big part of it, too. I think like slow and steady wins the race. Right. Here we are back at quotes. Yeah, here we are back quotes and fables. <laughs> quotes and fables. But slow and steady wins the race. And I think, too, what happens in a lot of those situations, and we forget about it, is like you build a foundation when you take things slower, right? Like you learn more, you have the ability to have life experience. And like, yeah, anybody can have, not anybody, you can get overnight success like some of these people, but that also comes at a cost when you haven't learned how to deal with certain things in your life. So maybe you don't want overnight success, guys, just saying. No, it's true. And even I said the other day, like everyone's chasing either success, a win, being the best at something. But in order to really feel and leverage that feeling of winning and being successful, you got to go through the shit. You know, trust the process, like the obstacles that we've all faced to get somewhere that is fulfilling and beautiful and magical in what we do. There's such a train of events that happens before that. And if that if you didn't get to experience that, it wouldn't feel the same at the end of that light, at the end of that tunnel, at the end of that finish line. Yeah, we just had a like a full I did that full panel on my whole thing I want to talk about was failure because like people will be like serial entrepreneur. I'm like, that's just another word for like constantly failing at things, <laughs> which is fine. But I've gotten good at it. And and um, I think we've talked about I, I said it was the Stanford um, study, but it's actually um, a professor out of Princeton. Um, I think we talked about this, who had a psychology professor at Princeton who had discussed um, with his class about a failure resume. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That was in our last episode. Go check it out. Right. So I just, I, I think you, you can't measure your success if you don't understand your failures. Do you feel like you have any milestones, and I dare I say failures, that have helped shape who you are now? Yeah. Can you tell us which one? Heartbreak, for sure. Um, divorce. And then having this like idea, we had, I had a clothing line. So this idea that just because I had these really great thoughts and they were selling well in one way, that there's absolutely nothing that could stop me or stand in my way because I'm very competitive and I'm like, I can will anything to work, but you can't will yourself to necessarily pay rent, (laughs) (laughs) you know, get protection times on time. Um, pre-social media, like getting the word out there without PR. So many, so many things. Um, And those, though, 
those failures absolutely shaped my who I am today because in the beginning when, when those big kind of failures happened the ones that I really set myself up to think like there's no way that I could fail when I did fail I took it too hard mm. it took me too long to get out of it yeah. and it shaped it started to shape who I was instead of seeing the other side instead of because I was one of those people that was like like wait like overly positive mm-hmm. um, but that from that failure I went back to school I did little courses I tried so many things and through all those lessons I'm able to do run the businesses I run now because I have such a breadth of knowledge, but I would have never known that because when you go to school, they tell you like, this is the step and that's the step and that's the step and the, fuck the steps. Like, you know, you can have a five-year plan, but I mean, I, I believe in planning and I believe in goals, but just know that that plan can go up in flames in two days. <laughs> it's so true. You know, they can have COVID. The co- yeah. COVID could happen. Uh, a pa- Panderosa can happen. A Ponderosa. Blue-based Ponda replay can literally take over the whole fucking world, no yeah. matter who And this you are. pickle will bring us down. Yes. And it who would have like, thought? Rip to all the businesses. And I'm my heart bleeds like it's crying for you because a lot of those were actual five-year, 10-year plans. Those are dreams, you know, that have been dusted. And major reshifting. And I feel like it's funny along this idea of planning. Like when I was in high school, I wanted to go into journalism. I wanted to be a talk show host like that. I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to Ryerson for journalism. My whole plan shifted when I had found out about a new program at Ryerson called Radio Television Arts. And a teacher had said, oh, you should do this instead. Like, I feel like it's your vibe. And I'm like, oh, but that means I won't go for journalism. Like it's just shifting your mindset and shifting your perspective. And that's something like I've learned through even you two in my life and and sharing those perspectives and just saying, why not try this? Or actually, that might be better for you. And as a person in your head, a planner, you're like, well, no, it's not according to plan. And that's okay. Like your plan can change. It's your life. You can change your mind. You know, Uh, me talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) That's the God's honest truth. But speaking of changing minds, I feel like that's a that's something that we forget. I think as people that we're allowed to do, like we oftentimes think, oh, you've made up your mind about something and then that's it. As if you don't have the space or the um, oh, what's the word? Um, agency to change your mind about something and people get mad when you well, change your mind the world isn't prepared for you to change right so that that comes into because you told people you were going to do this said. Yeah. yeah but who are you again like judge and jury of my life but that's true a lot of people will let people in their life control their life yeah. and that sucks my mind changed do you think when was like when did you figure out you could change your mind <laughs> are we still learning maybe <laughs> Guys, I'm like, I'm looking away. I'm like, it's like, it's like as if I just took a shot of vodka. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I feel like I learn every day. Like, Mm. I think before I was, we've all spoken about this, like such a yes person saying yes to shit I didn't want to do to please somebody else, to make somebody else happy at my own expense. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, life's too short. Like, Do what you want to do. Keep the people in your life that you want to keep. It's so much easier said than done. But having the uncomfortable conversations and saying, you know, this relationship isn't serving me Mm -hmm. and not everything needs to be productive. Not every friendship relationship needs to be productive. Right. You have your friends who you go out with a forever allowed back in the club. (laughs) But, (laughs) But you're you're allowed to be like, Listen, I no. don't I don't want to be your friend mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. In a nice way. Yeah. Or ghost them. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer 
<laughs> Sorry, Cleo. <laughs> Cleo's like, shame on you. Send me the template response. That's so funny. I literally just told someone last night who's like, I'm going to ghost this person. He's being stupid. I was like, don't be rude. It's You're being unkind right now. <laughs> uh, we do it. We you do just it open both. yourself up to a negotiation. I don't want to negotiate with you, though. <laughs> But what if you just try it for a couple months? No, I don't want to. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Uh, what is one situation where you thought there's no way this is going to work and it magically did? Anyone? Mm-hmm. I mean, my 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 engagement with, with Jimmy. <laughs> when we first started dating, That's I was like, one. there's no like there's no fucking way. Like, I've known you for so long and I've never even look at, looked at you this way. And now all of a sudden, oh, you're a good kisser. Oh, where are we going with this? And then now we're getting married. See? <laughs> Didn't think. Um, I would say, like, I never thought that I would be never thought or understood anything about wealth or money or any of that. So I was just was satisfied with like being like, no, no, it's cool. I can like figure it out, like make it. I never thought I'd be able to like pay off my debt and get rid of it. And then I did. And now I'm like, I'm going to be a rich auntie. And I believe it. And that I really didn't think that was possible. I really didn't believe I was ever going to own property. I was like, okay, cool. Like this is just my life. And um, that's definitely changed. So uh, fuck yeah. (laughs) See, and that's amazing. Empowering other women to do the same. Preach here at the cow. <laughs> I think you have to be open minded for that, though. A hundred yeah. million percent. Yes. Yeah. Because you though you were you weren't set in your ways, you just knew a certain way. Yeah. And you have to be willing, like you have to be nimble enough to take the feedback to want to actually change what you're doing. And you have to have like an open heart to do that. And it, not a lot of people do, because what comes with changing your ways is oftentimes criticism that can be harsh and things that can be you might internalize or you might not realize about yourself. So it requires a a particular set of circumstances, oftentimes in a particular set of people to be able to help you through those things. It also, I think, requires you to be able to be disciplined as well. Oh my God, yes. And we will have a whole money talk one day. Oh, yes. Yes, we will. We we have before. We have an episode for that. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk more. episode for that and we'll do a part two, three, four, five. Do you have anything, Paula, that magically changed? That ma- that shifted. I mean, I think a really ironic example is me starting at Halo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I think I've told this story and I won't get into it. But it's funny because I started with Halo on the PR side for an internship. And then I was hated at it. <laughs> <laughs> Marlon Wayne's hated it. <laughs> 
guys, we need a fucking soundboard. We like, do. we're getting one. I don't know how, but I'll find it. Mark our words. Um, and then I remember like last month of my internship, I'm like, I'm like looking for jobs. I'm like, oh, I'll work here. Like a corporate communications job. Can you imagine me? I would have failed. Um, <laughs> no, you'd probably you be really good it. at it. You would have crushed it. Yourself, but you would have hated your you'd life. you pulling your eyelashes out one by one. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> and then basically what happened was Hala and Coco sat me down and they're like, oh, like stay for a month and see if you like it. Like you can move on to the Coco and Co side. And I was like, me again, set in my ways. I'm like, oh, think about it, guys. Like, <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> you think Who about is it. this bitch? Um, and then I was like, oh, I'll try it. What do I have to lose? And then three years later, I love what we do. I <laughs> stayed <here>. on, yeah, <laughs> stayed on um, the co-side and it's like new, new chapters every day. Oh, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. we versatile. That's just the perfect <laughs> example. Like you go into something thinking you don't want it. And then it finds a way to work for you. Mm-hmm. Again, openness. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a big gift to be open. Yeah. Yeah, because we've seen a lot of people come through. <laughs> and sometimes people don't realize. And I think there's a lot of bad places to work, too, that set you up. It's like bad boyfriends. You know, mm. they set you up for to be in a relationship where you're untrusting and you you don't believe that it can actually be good. But in, in work situations, too, you, you're so set up to be, like, protective and, like, hating of your bosses mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff yeah. so yeah, it depends on the situation and it's so true too because like so much of your life is spent working like you want to be into what you're doing people yeah oh my god so much of your life so one of the questions is what do you what would you tell the person who can't seem to get it right so i think i was that person so i'll answer that um i felt like i was in a constant loop of like trying things and trying to be hyper positive and try to keep going um because i was in a situation where my my partner was super successful you know but we were separate so i was working really hard to try to prove that i was smart enough or worthy enough um but there's there's all these stories that you kind of like these famed mythical creatures that are like michael jordan and we have walt disney and steve jobs and you know you hear you hear like a little bit of the struggle like steve jobs worked out of a garage like you know like these kind of things um a lot of people started off poor a lot of people started in situations where they like really transformed their situation a lot of people didn't transform their situation but these are exceptional cases but the reality is is that we kind of dust over all the shit that happens because people want to know in a concise like forbes interview how did you get to where you were Mm -hmm. well i wake up at five in the morning i brush my teeth i like eat you know and one of the, the things in this actual Forbes article, when they're talking about this failure resume, because I'm so fixated on it, um, they said that, that these titans of business, that when you when they interviewed a really big section of them, um, they, they, they didn't, there wasn't much difference in them. So yes, they all brushed their teeth. Mm-hmm. They all tried to eat healthy. They all did these things. But what, what was very similar about them is that they all had major failures right? Like major catastrophic failures. Um, And so what I would say to the person who can't seem to get it right or feels in the moment that they're not getting it right is, is to stay the course, but maybe also try new things and try different things. Don't get so down on yourself, even though it feels more comfortable to be down on yourself because it feels like you're continuously failing that, that on the upside is that huge successes again, come from right after you fail. So don't give up. And maybe your idea isn't the best idea. 
that's another thing. Like sometimes there's ideas that you have to give up, but you give them up only to accept that something around the corner that you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. In pursuit of allowing the other thing to space yes, to come into your exactly. life. Yes. And that can be the hardest uh-huh. thing in the world. Because you're like, if I let go of this fidget switcher, uh, tomorrow, um, what so, am I going to do? Tomorrow, someone's <laughs> going to make a billion dollars from it. Or, or you might make 10 billion yeah. by letting it go because right. you made room in your hands to hold more things. Exactly. That's that's the principle of the manifestation. Like when you're always trying to hang on to the thing, you don't really realize what you're not allowing space for. And Jesus H. Christ, guys, if you go back in your life and think about all the shitty shit that you've let go, what's come right after that? Even if you didn't know what it was going to be, it's always the right thing. It's never not the right thing. It's so true. And it's not one week later. You know, this could be six months, three years Mm -hmm. later. Everything feels so instant because we have in the world of social media, we also have now TikTok, which is even faster, right? Mm. And they're like, oh, even my daughter will be like, you know, there's like 60 million followers and like she knows all these stats. And But you really don't know the truth. Mm-hmm. It's still with that. It's like celebrity. You don't understand behind the curtain. As Steve Jobs used to always say, behind the kimono. You always talk about. Oh, cool. Yeah, open, like when you open the kimono, what's behind the kimono? And just underneath the kimono. What does success look like to you? I don't know that I've ever thought because it's such a like an abstract concept right like like success professionally success in life I think that for me um it's been very vague my whole life like there's things that I want to achieve and and then when I achieve them like great that I've succeeded in this specific thing I don't think that I have a particular example of what I think you know would make me a successful person in my life I think success in the things that I do and in my life comes on a day-to-day basis, depending on what's going on. Like I want to be a good kind person and I want to continue to do that. If I'm not that and I'm super rich and I have everything I want, then I don't think that I've succeeded in anything if I'm a piece of shit. (laughs) So for me, it's, um, what's the word? Success is iterative. So it's constantly changing as my life progresses. Um, and that's the interesting thing. I've stopped having like really big goals um, cause I think in the beginning it was like, oh, I want to go to school. I want to get my degree. I want to get my master's. I want to have a business. And I've stopped having like these massive ones because I'm kind of enjoying the journey more now because before it was just head down, nose to the grindstone, everything, everything, everything all the time. And I f- realized I forgot like half my life cause I was busy being busy. And now I'm just kind of chilling a little more and I'm like, hmm, what's, what's going to come next? Let's, what are we doing to have fun? You know, like that's what I want now. Vague and unclear. I love that. It's like on that same wave. There's always more to achieve there as someone who's like a determined individual, a goal setter. You'll always have different goals. You'll always have different timelines. But I agree with you in the sense of like wanting to feel that sense of fulfillment doesn't come from like a monetary gain. You want that, of course, but it's like the quality of of your relationships in your life. There's so many different elements to it. And something that I remind myself and the people around me is, You can't have it all, all at once. Mm -hmm. Don't think that you have to check everything off by the time you're a certain age because Mm -mm. new things are always being introduced and fucking life happens. (laughs) What about you? Uh, Right right now, like what's ringing in my mind, the idea of success is peace. So Mm. like, I feel like, (laughs) Oh. oh, You know, in this past year, it just felt like everything, although everything kind of slowed down in the outside world, it feels so frantic inside, like from working from home and and trying to hold all these plates and keep everything together. I 
think the ultimate success is finding, it's not a balance, but it's finding peace so that through all the work we do and through my, my love life and through my being a parent and all my relationships, just finding like an equilibrium where it's easy to say no, I don't feel pressure all the time. And I, a lot of that comes from within, like my inner growth and working on that and taking the responsibility to work for that, work on that. So I'm working on that now. It took me a long time to know exactly yeah. what I wanted because I spent so much time in service to everybody else. And so now I'm happy to be in service because it's something that I love, but I am looking for more of a state of being that doesn't feel so frantic. And I know how to make money. I'm not worried about that. I'll always find a way to make money since I was 12. So I know I will, I will always, I, I'm finance successful. And I, I'm saying this because I want to normalize women who have found success in their life. I want to normalize them saying that they found it. And, and that it's like, yes, I have so much more to do. And no, I'm not like, I'm not crazy wealthy and all these things, but I'm doing well. So I've found success, but my next level of success is is a sense of peace. And then open, opening me up more to be able to help people find that for themselves. Oh, I love that. Like that, like Mike, Mike <laughs> 100%. Do you, either of you guys have um, a mantra for like getting by when things are going a little crazy? Yeah, I'm just like, shit's always going to work yeah. out the way that it should. Like, it's everyone's like, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's, it's going to shake like, out. Like, like I, the flames could be right in front of my face. And at the end of the day, I know we'll, we'll mm -hmm. all be fine. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think before before y YOLO even came out, that, that was my motto. Mm -hmm. It was like, we only, even when shit got really bad, we only have one life. I don't, like, even whatever religion you believe in, mm -hmm. You only really have this life right now, even if you're reincarnated, even if you live in heaven, you, this right now, this one life that we're living, we can't repeat this section mm -hmm. of it, right? So if we only, if we live that way, then what would we do differently to ensure, and I lost this, I've lost this for a while, but what would we do to ensure that when we lived to our max capacity? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean like balls to the wall all the time, you know, means curling up with a book sometimes because that, mm -hmm. that brings you joy. It means binge watching a show sometimes because that brings you joy. But like, if you only have one life, you only live once. That's the motto, nigga YOLO. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Drake. Yeah, yeah it is. But it, then, then I feel like that's a good way to kind of like set me straight again i have two things i think one of my i don't know if it's like a mantra but mine's a perspective thing because i'm not someone who spirals i'm pretty even keeled but if i'm starting to get really apprehensive about something or worried i ask myself okay what is the worst case scenario and actually i go into inside my head and like what is the worst fucking thing that could happen and when i run the scenarios they're really not never as bad as i think like i'm if I lose my job tomorrow and all of my money dries up and everything, what's the worst case scenario? I go get another job. Like, I'm not going to be homeless. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be dead. I, like it, the worst case is, case is never as bad as you really think it is if you actually put perspective to it. And then I think the other thing that I've been <laughs> trying to get back to you a lot lately, but it's just reminding myself to find the fun. Like sometimes you're just in situations that are not fucking fun and they blow. But if we can find a little fun in something, it just makes it way better because this last year has been a, a ride and the ups and downs have been monstrous, like just absolute monstrous. So trying to find a little something in there, I'll take it. As long as it doesn't involve death, count me in. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy said something to me the other day because he's very adventurous. 
that yeah. he is. And he's like, yeah. you know, he, he gives um, analogies. He's like an analogy guy. And sometimes I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, one more analogy. We're going down this road. He really does. But they actually <laughs> slap. Like, they just no, they do. make you understand <laughs> they, do. Shit. they do. They do. But like, uh, like when we're talking about mac and cheese, like, I don't want an analogy. Like, okay. <laughs> but... But he, he did say uh, I was stuck on something and he was like, you know, I jump off cliffs like I, you know, jump off cliffs all the time into water. I'm, I love to do these like really kind of what other people would say, like daredevil things that are pretty scary. And he's like, do you think I'm scared? I'm like, no, not at all. He's like, I'm fucking terrified. But I tell myself it's going to be fucking awesome. So this positive self-talk, he's like, I'm about to jump off the cliff. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? I'm totally scared. He's like, but it's going to feel fucking awesome. And, sick. I, and, and I tell myself that the fun is going to outweigh the fear and it's going to be worth it. And so it's like it is it's working in your brain through that negative self-talk, because when you get into that dark cloud, that cloud can grow and it can turn to a thunderstorm and then a hurricane and you're just stuck there in the, the eye of the tornado. <laughs> that spiral yeah. real quick. We all know what happens to mm-hmm. all of us. So it's like the, it's mantras. Sometimes you need to take out all the tools in your toolkit. Mm-hmm. it's a mantra it's a meditation it's a therapy session it's a repeating to self legit and and it looks different to everyone like i was listening to something the other day and the guy had said oh my toolkit doesn't look like yours yeah because the interviewer had asked like what should everyone have in their toolkit and he goes well what works for me may not work for you mm-hmm. and i'm like so it's not a one size fits all it isn't and i think on my instagram why i post like sometimes i'll post quotes or i'll post things it's because i needed that in that moment mm-hmm. it's not me trying to teach you something it's like whoa that slaps for me right now like that prince harry quote that i posted the other day that was like um what you don't transform you transmit and Woo! it's like oh my god the pain within you what you do not transform if you let that pain sit within you you will transmit that to somebody else and they will feel that pain a pain that they don't need to feel it's not for them Without them, like without you even knowing. Yes. Yeah. And then you become like a complacent in like the abuse towards someone else, yes. whether or not it's intentional. The abuse, the abused person, it becomes, becomes the, the abuser. abuser. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> well, I think that brings us to the end of another trio episode of Conversations with Coco and Friends. <sighs> it's been a slice, ladies. I'm going to leave you with another quote. And then trust the I was gonna say we're gonna we're gonna write all the quotes. Yeah, yeah. Out. We should start a tally for how yeah. many um, metaphors we have in here. Um, another analogy: no. You're not alone if you feel alone right now. Everybody is going through it, and I just I think why I keep on talking about mental health right now is because I'm going through it, but also I feel like globally, collectively, we're going through it. And I just want you to guys, if we can do anything for you, if you listen to these podcasts, I just want you to feel a little less alone whatever your situation is until we meet again coming to you from the dark storm yes, <laughs> yes, WBLK. yes. <laughs> and on that note <laughs> cause you know what to do rate this podcast five stars on apple and don't forget to follow us on spotify you can continue keeping up with our adventure on the gram at coco and co that's c-o-w-e Now go tell your friends about it. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.